How do you create an invoice as a freelancer? Coming up. Hello and welcome back to the Freelance Verse. I hope you're all doing well. Thanks so much for coming back to the channel. This week I want to talk to you about the sweet joy of invoicing. Well, I say sweet joy, I actually don't like it at all to do invoicing. It's quite a tedious task, but in the end, it's still very cool because it's how we get paid. It's our salary, right? So it's really important that you do it regularly. So how I'm going to structure this video, I'm going to first tell you about invoicing uh, in general, uh, a, a few things about taxes, a few things about uh, regularity, when to do it, etc. What's the benefit? And then I think the best is just a practical example. So I'm going to switch to the screen and uh, show you how I actually do my invoices and uh, show you a final product of a performance my invoice that I can show you and I will also link in the description below a template to this so if you want to use what I'm using feel free to do so. So as I said in the beginning regularity is really important when it comes to invoicing. You want to have a fixed date or a fixed day in the week kind of when you do your invoices. Some people do it at the end of the week for example, some people do it once a month, uh, some maybe once a quarter even which is a bit too late for my opinion. Uh, how I do it, I do it once a month every first Monday of every month. And if by any chance, like tomorrow actually, would be the first Monday in April, but it's Easter Monday, so uh, I'm not going to work, so I'm just going to do it on Tuesday. And if you have this kind of system, it's best to just stick with it and do it whatever happens. So I know it can be hard sometimes because uh, the more clients you have, the more different clients you have, uh, everyone will have some kind of different system. So it takes a lot of time to do invoicing. And uh, when I do invoicing, it takes maybe between one and two hours. And of course, that's a big chunk out of a working day, right? In the beginning, I used to do it on the weekends because I didn't want to do unpaid work during the week. Uh, but then I realized it's just part of it, right? You just have to calculate it into your price in the beginning. Now I try to do it every first Monday and it works quite well. Now why regularity is so important is because if you really stick to it, you do the invoices always on the same day, then you also get paid always in the same rhythm, right? At least if you have well-paying clients, which I really hope you do because that's a hassle no one wants to deal with. Uh, anyways, luckily enough, my clients pay always on time and always regular. So as long as I make my invoices on the same date, I have a regular income, right? Always on the same days I get paid and it feels like a salary, which I really like because if you, if you work and you always think, oh, when is this big job payment coming in? You know, when is this and this coming in? I don't really want to live like this. I want to just have a steady income once a month. Different clients pay at different times. So it's like almost getting a couple of different salaries throughout the month, which is kind of cool. Now the invoicing system can be really strictly regulated and it's so important that you check your own country's laws, right? So uh, wherever you live, just check in Google, uh, freelancer invoicing Belgium, freelancer invoicing Germany, whatever. There will most likely, there will be a, an English site nowadays because people do freelancing from all over the world. And if there isn't an English site, just Google in your native language and check the rules that come with it, right? Taxes might be different, uh, VAT might be different in your country. What I'm showing is a generalized approach. It works from the Netherlands, it worked from Switzerland, and it's also working from Belgium. So I'm using the invoicing tool from Pros. So it's really kind of an overall European approach to invoicing. And I think most of it you can also take on. You are legally obliged to do invoicing, right? You can't just uh, tell, write your client an email and tell him, hey, please pay, pay me this. That's not official, right? That's 
soon as you registered as a freelancer, you're legally obliged to make invoices. Make sure you have a backup somewhere because if you get audited by a tax authority, which is rather unlikely as a freelancer, but you never know. I've heard some people who, who got hit with an audit. You need to be able to provide all your tax statements, all your sales invoices, as well as all your receipts that you deducted in the taxes, right? But this video is not about taxes. That's another video that's coming up uh, just to make sure that you understand why you have to do invoicing. Now, I know if you have different clients, they will have different systems, right? Every client that I have has a different invoicing system, which can be quite tedious. It can be quite complicated, but in the end, yeah, you just have to cater to them, I guess. Uh, the easiest ones are just the small agencies or the small direct clients. I just do an invoice, I send it by email and that's it, right? But the bigger corporations, they have their own implemented system where you have to upload your invoice, you have to check all the, check all the boxes, etc. What's really important is that I have one client that I don't really have to do an invoice. I just, there's a system and I click generate invoice and that's it, right? What's really important there is that I still make my own invoice. Even though I don't send it out to the client, you still have to have one of your own with your with your ongoing uh, series of invoicing numbers and your VAT, etc. that you put into your files. That's called a pro forma invoice, right? You don't send this out to the client because they have their own system that they will pay you, but you still want, need one uh, just for your filings and me for my accountant because I have an accountant so I have to send him all my invoices and I can't just have uh, 15 of my own and then one of that looks different in style right just a quick side note that also fits kind of in this topic uh, uh, very large projects especially if you don't know the client yet it makes sense to charge and invoice something up front you can also do that right so imagine you you found a new direct client and it's the very first time that you're working with them and the project is like i don't know six seven thousand euros uh, maybe it takes you a month or something and then after all this work just send one invoice and you never know if they will pay because they've never worked with them before, right? Uh, what I do in, this, in these situations, at least when it's over a thousand euros, I ask 20%, 50%, as much as you like, as much as you can uh, negotiate as well. And then you just uh, write a, a pro forma invoice for the first chunk. And then in the end, a complete overall project invoice for the whole thing. Also make sure you keep kind of a system. For me, it's an Excel file where I keep my orders. Uh, and there I also check the due dates of my invoices and if they are paid or not, right? Because uh, there's nothing worse than just sending out invoices on time and then not checking if they are paid because you, you forget. It's impossible to keep, keep track of all of this. Like if they pay after a month, if they pay after 15 days, some pay after 45 days, you know. Different companies have different payment practices, which I don't really like. I think it should be fair that I decide my payment uh, terms, you know, and for most of my clients that's the case. But some big corporations, they just say we pay at this time for all of our vendors and yeah, can't really do anything about it. So make sure you keep track whenever something comes in, maybe have an alert on your phone when you get a payment. And sometimes I go back like two months and see if there is something open and then I quickly send an email, hey, this hasn't been paid yet, what's up with that? Okay, I think that's all the theoretical info I have. Let's make this actually practical, right? I'm gonna switch angle to the screen and uh, show you how I make an invoice. Okay, I hope you guys can see me like this. I'm balancing you on a bunch of board games here. So as you can see on the screen, I'm on uh, pros.com. It's where I make my invoices. So I thought it's it's best to also do this here. I think if you are a translator watching this and you, you have a, a pros membership, it's for me, it's the best way to do it. It's very simple and it has kind of, it caters to a translator's needs. Uh, so, you, so you go to tools up here and then you click invoices. So this is the, the overall mask of the invoicing tool. 
And uh, here on the top right, you have different tabs. One is called invoices and one is called clients. These are the ones that are relevant. First, before you can make an invoice for a specific client, you need to create this client in your system. So let's do this for a test client. So I click on clients up here and uh, yeah, I'm gonna blur all my clients here. I don't want to show that. And then on the top left, you can add a new client. And then up here you have client name. So I'm just gonna write test. Uh, test client, let's do that. And then uh, also address line, test road in uh, testing term. tax ID. That's where you put the VAT number of, the, of your client. You can either ask that from your client or on the website, it's usually there as well. What you also need as a mandatory um, a field that needs to be filled is the contact name. So you just write something test test and then an email address. Okay, and then you can go all the way down. These are just templates, but I'm not using them for like email. Uh, I just use my own emails. You could actually use pros that directly sends the email here, but I'm just using my own email. So I click on save down here. Yes, okay, client saved. Now I have made a client named test client. Now I go on the top right, I go to invoices. Because now I want to invoice this test client, uh, an actual invoice. Again, I'm going to blur this stuff here and on the top left, I click create a new invoice, right? So this is a template of an invoice that I can now just fill in, you know, uh, it's very simple and uh, easy uh, just for small invoices like freelancers invoices. This is perfect. So on the top left, I click on, on the drop down menu for clients and I choose my thing that I just made called uh, test client. Invoicing date is probably the date of yeah today always. I never have to change that because that's when you make the invoice, right? And the terms due on receipt, you can choose what you want, net 15, net 13, net 45, net 60. Now, usually all my invoices are net 30, just for, except for two clients, one pays in 45 and one pays in 15. And then due date, you don't have to add anything because net 30, it will just choose the, if you make it on the 4th of April, which is choose the 4th of May for net 30. Purchase order is very important. You have to add here the PO of your client. So the invoice or the, not the invoice, the, the order number of your client, right? It's like a reference for them. And it's really important that something is in here. And they, even if they don't give you a PO number, either ask them quickly via email or write something that's very um, indicative of this specific job. So if you do a translation for a skiing company, for example, maybe right here, ski or something, you know, uh, just, but it's best to just have a, a purchase order. And then this is your invoice number. Now you have to start a system for your invoicing numbers. Now for me, I start with 11 and then the year. So 1-1-2021 is the first invoice of this year. And then I go up and up and up. Uh, so my last used, as you can see, was uh, 20, 20, 21. This is quite, quite useful, this last use, because now I would just use the 21, 20, 21, basically. This is my invoice number for this invoice, right? And it's important that you have this something that's uh, always adding up. Yeah, just for your tax reasons, it's good to have a, a system that's, that's growing. Currency for me is Euro, template is English. Then here, description. It's important that you write uh, quite descriptive what you're doing, right? Uh, so for me, it would, for example, be uh, French to German translation ski project. And then I would write maybe 24th of March, 2021. It tells you what it is, what the service it is, what's the project and when I did it, right? And then it depends, of course, if you charge it by the word, if you charge it by the hour, if it's a flat rate, etc. This you can do by unit. The standard default is a word rate. Uh, so for example, if this project was 
let's say 2300 words right and my word rate is like 14 cents let's say for the purpose of this example and then it immediately calculates so if it was 2300 words for 14 cents then you get paid 322 euros if they uh, just pay you a flat rate so then you have one flat rate they paid you 200 euros for example and then it also adds up if you have an hourly rate you say you've worked on this job for let's say um, four and a half hours and they pay you 60 euros per the hour you get 270 euros you know just yeah depends on on your unit price of course uh, there you can give any discounts if you want i've never used this before i don't give discounts i guess <laughs> and then the taxes is also important um, make sure you really know about the taxes right in europe there is a thing called in english it's called vat shifted if you send someone an invoice that's uh, working within the european what is it called european economic area right yeah european economic area so it's more than the eu because switzerland and norway and iceland for example are also within the eea uh, so if you charge someone an invoice within the eea you don't have to put vat on your invoice what you then have to do is uh, you when you click here on taxes i have a thing called vat shifted so i have to click on this because the client then has to deal with vat on their own on their own site right? if i were to send this invoice to someone in belgium so within your own country then you have to charge vat and then you have to claim it back at the end of the year so make sure you know about vat and let's say it's a client from switzerland so it's vat shifted so it doesn't add here the 21 percent that's usually for belgium invoicing notes uh, is usually where i add my my account so i would write a payable account and then i would just add my banking info be something like my iban of course it's not my real iban don't try and my name and the name of my bank you can also write your paypal here if that's something um, you're using um basically that's it yeah let's let's write my name here and then that's already everything i think yes so i would click on save and it creates my invoice as you can see on top here it created 21 2021 here you can click export to pdf so let's do that now and go through the invoice together so we have here our invoice um, in a pdf format as always everything blurred that you shouldn't see as you see it's very simple it's not something fancy right if you want you can add a logo maybe on top here but in the end, like your invoices don't need to be fancy, right? But of course, it looks not very appealing, but in the end, yeah, they just need to pay you. That doesn't matter. Uh, so on top right, you have your invoice, uh, your address, as I said. Uh, top left, you have your uh, client invoice that I just uh, created, this test client. And here, invoicing number, very important that it's on it. Also, my VAT number has to be in the address. You can't see it now, but make sure that it's on your VAT number as well as the client's VAT number are on it. Uh, net 30 days. My XRG, that would have the 4th of May as a, as, a, as a due date, and it turns red once the 4th of May is passed. So once it turns red in my Excel and it's not paid yet, I reach out to the client. The PO number of the client is here, also important, so they can actually, yeah use it as a reference and then my description of the translation four and a half hours at 60 euros so it gets 270 euros that's paid to me and my account down here so yeah that's all that's to it and now this invoice i would i would name it something that's um very clear very descriptive so i would say invoice then the invoice number and then my name and then i will prepare an email with a subject line that says something like uh, invoice uh, services march 2021 are they as the subject so people really know what it is and i put the importance to high so it gives a little exclamation mark next to it and that's it that's 
I send this out to all my clients, except for the ones that have uh, online systems where I have to upload the invoice, etc. There it's a bit different, but I can't really show you this process because it's individual to any client, right? So yeah, I hope this helps you out. Let me know in the comments if you already wrote your first invoice. Good luck if you haven't, it's gonna happen, I know it. Uh, I'm gonna link a template of this down below, so if you want to use this, feel free to do so, or feel free to use the pros.com uh, invoicing tool. Thanks for watching, make sure to subscribe and like the video and I see you next Monday with another video. Bye bye.